Today, we talk good. I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Esther. And we're going to skip the intro because this is the pilot, so we won't do any kind of explaining who we are, how we met, how the podcast came to be, why we named it Today We Talk Good, or anything like that. We're just getting right into it. Mm-hmm. And to start us off, mm-hmm. we're going to play a game. We're going to tell you guys some of our icks, but they're going to be super specific to <laughs> guys we've dated or been with and icks we've gotten from them. When they say they're a nice guy, mm-hmm. I feel like... You don't have to tell me you're a nice guy. Yeah. It's like saying, hey, here's some food. It's not poison, by the way. <laughs> okay, I'm, that's why I'm dating you, because I know yeah. you're a nice guy. You're not a jerk. Yeah, it's an absolute ick. Actually, it's not even an ick. It's a red flag. Yeah. If someone has to tell you they're a nice guy, they're absolutely the worst. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this story. <laughs> About one time, this guy asked me, hey, would you prefer being in a relationship where you receive more or give more? And I'm like... Well, it has to be, like, both, right? Uh-huh. Like, equally balanced. Yeah. Well, you have to pick one. And I'm like, uh, I guess give. And that's what he's like, okay, well, I love to give so much. I don't expect to receive. Because that's the type of person that I am. And I've been in a relationship where they don't love me back, but I love them so much. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your turn. My first ick was not as serious. <laughs> um, a guy, this is how you know it's an ick because he couldn't help it at all. Like, this is not his fault whatsoever. But he used to shed like crazy. Like a girl? <laughs> yeah. Yes, except he had really, really dark, thick hair. And so, like, it was noticeable. It wasn't like, oh, there's a hair. It was like, where his head was, just hair. <laughs> <laughs> But not dog hair on you? No, that's a that's a guy's hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> so bad. So I recently became a physical touch person. I really wasn't always a physical touch person. Physical touch. And physical touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I'm eating, I feel like it's kind of personal. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. I just that's why I hate eating on first dates. Yes. Like it's, um, I'm a messy eater. <sighs> yes. It's just uncomfortable in my opinion. Okay, now mixing while I'm eating and touching me. One time, I was stuffing my face with this hamburger, you know, all messy. I'm like, oh, he's just, you know, rubbing my back, touching my shoulder. I'm like, don't touch me. I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm eating. Like, no, like, like, not right now. You're good, right? No, that's really weird. Like, that's like, you don't touch a dog when they're eating either. <laughs> <laughs> so eating the dog food, like, you don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't pet that. a dog while they eat. Um, my next one is, is this guy. We spent the night one t- together one time. And I didn't want anything to happen. Mm-hmm. He, like, came over for a date night. No, it wasn't even a date. He came over for a movie night or something. I was house-sitting, and he came over, and I immediately was like, oh, I regret this. I do not feel the vibes at all. But he was like, well, you know, it's late. Can I just stay here? He was like, I'll stay on the couch. And I was like, weird, but okay, sure. I go into my bedroom, close the door. He comes, like, five minutes later and knocks on my door can't fall asleep and he was like i can't fall asleep i think i'm just gonna go home and i knew what he was doing but also i was like i don't know i played into it and i was like you can stay here like you can sleep with me so we wake up he's like cuddling me and like trying to get get something started mm-hmm. he he hits me he like smacks my ass but like not he misses my ass he <laughs> smacks my leg so i was like ow i was like you just hit me and he was like oh <laughs> he goes Oh, I'm sorry. 
do you need to hit me now? Yeah. He was like, you can hit me if I'm being bad. <laughs> and I oh, almost puked. It was disgusting. Guys, don't talk like that. It's gross. He tried dirty talking to you. Yeah, he tried dirty talk, but it was like not it oh this was back in high school and i guess he was like second ever boyfriend we only lasted like three weeks well one time he like leans against me and, like lays down and i just happened to look down in his ear and yo <gasps> big ear no! so to me my big one of my biggest ick is <clears throat> hygiene Oh my, bro, you can't really clean your ears. That's a red flag. It was just standing there. It was just sitting there. Yeah, it was, it was just sitting there. Because the fact that it was just hanging there, I was like, oh. That's when I realized, oh yeah, I'm breaking up with you. And I did that same day. Why? What happened? I'm like, mm. I saw your earwax. I saw your earwax hanging out of your earlobe. My last one is similar to that. So there's this guy that I was hooking up with. And... We were like hanging out at his place, whatever. We he was like, Do you wanna go get smoothies? And I was like, Yeah, sure. So we went and got smoothies. The way this man ate his smoothie was ate? drank. Okay, okay. I was like, hey. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Drank his smoothie. Uh-huh. He would like take a sip, get it on the corners of his mouth, and then before fully swallowing and getting all of the smoothie out of his mouth, he would take another sip. There would be smoothie on his straw. Can you picture this? It's disgusting. It was disgusting watching him eat a smoothie. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So would he like swallow like his... um, Not fully. He would just like have it in his mouth and then like drink the the next one? I think, yeah. On his straw. Fishies! (laughs) What? Like, sorry. I feel like he's the type of guy who like, you know when you're drinking water and you're like the little fish. (laughs) (laughs) Because it just sits there. Backwash is what it's called. Oh, yeah. well, we call it fishies. Oh. Like, it's really like fishies in the water. Bro. It was so gross. Like, he had smoothie like- on the corners of his mouth and on his straw at all times. Okay, like, I'm a messy eater, but you can't drink out of your straw. <laughs> that was all of our icks for now. So, we're going to debate the topic of friendships. The importance of friendships, what doesn't get spoken about, things that maybe we wish we had learned before getting into some friendships. I feel like I've experienced maybe some worse trauma from bad friendships than I have with bad relationships sometimes. So let's talk about it. Okay. So if I were to ask you, rank these three. A romantic relationship with a significant other, mm-hmm. your family, and your friends. How would you rank those three? Oh, I hope I'm on my deadline and listening to this because <laughs> it doesn't sound so bad. But honestly, I think where I'm at now, I would say romantic will be first. Mm-hmm. Friendship will be second, and family will be third. Okay. Which is kind of messed up to, like, me say that, but if I'm being honest, my current now boyfriend, this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been, Mm -hmm. and he's been there so much. You have been there so much for me as well. I just came back from home, like, a Mm -hmm. couple weeks ago, and, you know, like, my my whole story, which I'll talk later on into this, it has caused me so much trauma more than anything ever. Mm -hmm. I know that's super horrible because I know people are really super family-oriented and I wish I was family-oriented, but that's just how it is. I think you're one of those cases where family does come last and Mm -hmm. that's totally fine Mm -hmm. because friendship is like your chosen family. But Mm -hmm. I think even in your case, this topic is even more so important to address because I think normally in the traditional sense, people would rank it significant others, family, friends. Or if they don't have a significant other, then it's, it's always family. It's family first. first. Mm-hmm. And friendship tends to be last. Be last. Mm-hmm. But with that 
being the norm, I think a lot of times people, one, put up with bad friendships. Two, they get into friendships that, you know, are harmful. Yeah, they're unhealthy. Like, speaking a little bit into that, I know a lot of the times we always have a class or, like, someone speak about abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. But they never talk about abusive friendships. Exactly. Because they don't understand that it's very powerful. As much as a romantic relationship is super powerful, that's why it can either be the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Because it's a relationship with the person who you have chosen to be with. And honestly, most of the time we're influenced by the people we surround ourselves with. I think building a friendship can be, you know, it takes time, takes so much like mentally, emotionally to be in like that friendship with someone because you tell them so much that you would never tell your family or your significant other. Mm-hmm. The mountains I have told you stuff that I've never told Jared or my family. Things you have told me that you, know, you never told other people. But like once those like friendships breaks, those are insane because you're just gonna, like let someone walk off with like your darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. And like you said, there's there's so many classes about relationships. Mm-hmm. And when people th- hear relationships, they they immediately think romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. We're very heavily influenced by like Christian culture. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times Bible study was about romantic relationships. Or, today we're going to talk about how to be a good wife. Not once did anyone ever talk about the importance of friendships and choosing your friends. Or how even, like, make some healthy boundaries with your friends. Like, they can get super toxic. Sometimes they get possessive. Oh, yeah. It's just weird because we're like, no, like, that's just your friend. Exactly. Like, it's weird because no one talks about how to make friends. Mm -hmm. They just say, go out there and do your thing versus... A relationship is like, well, you know, you gotta, like, one, like, meet someone, go on a date, but what about a friendship, though? And, like, we talk, we talk so much, I mean, we just were, we talk so much about flags, green flags, red flags, mm-hmm. beige, beige, beige flags. flags. <laughs> <laughs> if you are considering dating someone, and you're getting to know them, and they do something that turns you off, or they do something that goes against your morals or your values, or, you know, they just do anything that you're like, mm, I don't really fuck with that. That's a red flag, and you, and then you don't continue pursuing them mm-hmm. we don't do that with friendships there, there's been so many times where a friend has shown me a side of them that i'm like mm, that's really bad mm-hmm. but i haven't given it a second thought because mm-hmm. they're just a friend mm-hmm. because you don't think about the kind of influence that a friend has on you that's like true. you do how a significant other has because i remember one time i had this friend who man she like put me down I, it felt shitty but i just i had to brush it off because we were like with a group of friends and Honestly, like, nobody said anything, which I was like, oh, okay, then I'm overthinking it. Mm-hmm. But, like, let's say I was to Jared, and he would have done the exact same thing. Boom. Everybody reacting, oh, my gosh, how yep. dare you? Why did nobody say that about when, like, a friend said yeah. that to me? Yeah, in the same way, like, a friend will do something to you, and you just brush it off mm-hmm. because they're just a friend. But think about how many times a friend has done something shady to someone else. Mm-hmm. And you stay loyal to them because you're their mm, friend. Yeah. I had my, my, one of my exes would treat me like absolute shit. Mm-hmm. And all of his friends, who were also my mutual friends, were like, oh, that's, that's just him for you. That's just him. They just excused his behavior because he was a friend. But if they, if he had been doing it to them, mm-hmm. it would have been unacceptable. And think about like a friend who talks down to someone. It's just like... They're my friend, they won't do that to me. And yet, in a romantic relationship, when someone shows signs of being toxic Mm. or abusive, they show signs of it, and that's it. You get away from that. Mm. Or you try to, or you should. But if a friend shows signs of that, it's just not the same. We don't handle it the same way. So, the point is, 
choose your friends wisely. Or treat making friends like dating. Mm-hmm. I think that's healthy. Yeah, because you got to see if you're, like, compatible. Yes. Because... Oh, yeah. Because you spend a lot of time with your friends. Yeah, of course, you're, you're like, your significant other as well. But, like, your friends are there. Like, let's see your boyfriend mess up, messes up. Who do you go to immediately? Your friends. And there's a difference, I think, between you individually making a friend mm-hmm. versus you're just stuck with someone because of your friend. I think it's really important to know that you can also walk away from friendships. It's all about, it really, it comes down to, like, your worth, knowing your worth, and knowing that you don't have to be around people that you don't want to be around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we're in a romantic relationship, it's like, if you don't want to be with that person anymore, you break up. Mm-hmm. But in friendships, it's just so much more complicated for mm. some reason. Like, if you don't like that person anymore, you don't want to be around that person anymore, you don't break up with them. You just slowly, like, fade away. Yeah. And not engage no, with them anymore. But like, let's sh- normalize breaking yeah. up with friends. And, like, just, tell them why. It's just not working. I actually broke... I did break up with a friend last year. Because this friend was... Loved them to death. But it was a very, very unhealthy friendship. And it was hurting me. At the end of the day, like... I cared more about my mental health than I did about the friendship. And so I straight up met up with this friend and broke up with them. It's so much better than just ghosting them. You know, I sa- we sat down, we had a conversation. I told them what, what they did in our friendship that hurt me. And then we were not friends anymore. Like actively not a friend. I do not consider them a friend because if I did consider them a friend, that would hurt my heart because they don't treat me right. So, I like that. normalize breaking up with friendships. I think it's totally valid, healthy, it makes things less complicated, it helps with your communication skills. Mm-hmm. Just break up with your friends that are, mm-hmm. you know, not good friends. Put it into practice. Okay, so we asked Instagram for some advice. We asked people to ask us for advice. Granted, none of you guys have heard our podcast, so <laughs> you don't know if our advice is valid, but thank you for asking. So I picked out three. The first question is... How do you deal with jealousy in a relationship? And since this person didn't preface and we just talked about this. Yeah, I was going to say like. Romantic or friendship relationship. Mm. We can touch on both. Ooh, okay. Yeah. The way I'm reading this is like they're jealous of their significant other. Is that what they're like asking? I think the way I would read this is they have issues of feeling jealousy in their relationship. And like how to overcome that. Because like the feeling of jealousy sucks. It's really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It's it damaging it's hurtful mm-hmm. and i do feel strongly about this <laughs> jealousy yeah. do you want to start off with that sure i think jealousy is a completely normal human emotion but i think if you're feeling it in a relationship whether that's a romantic relationship or a friendship i think jealousy comes from a deeper rooted issue and i think it's a sign that something's not right in the relationship you can't overcome jealousy by just overcoming jealousy jealousy normally is not the actual issue it's something deeper rooted whether that's you as a person have trust issues, your partner has a, has trust issues, or, you know, your partner has given you a reason to be jealous, in which case that relationship is super unhealthy. So I think I would say, like, find the deeper mm-hmm. root. Because I understand, like, let's say your mental partner was heavy flirting with all these girls, always hanging out with girls, being touchy with all these girls. I wouldn't understand why you're getting jealous. Like, that's supposed to be, like, a boundary that you have with them. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you have girlfriends, but, like, like that, I understand that, hey, the issue is your behavior. Versus they, they have boundaries with girls, but like for some reason when you hang out with your friends and they'll, they'll laugh at their jokes and you're like, that makes me feel weird. Mm-hmm. It could be either like abandonment issues. Yeah, so I think talk about it. I wouldn't suppress that. I think that comes with communication as well. 
communicate. Yes. Because I feel like a lot of girls feel like, oh, well, I don't want to kind of, I don't want to sound like a jealous crazy bitch. Yes, I don't exactly. Sound like a crazy bitch. But like I said, jealousy is a completely normal emotion. So if you if you bring up to your partner and they say, okay, well, let's talk about mm-hmm. it. what's going on, green flag. But it's like, oh, you're crazy. You're just jealous. Calm down. Red flag. That's when it's like, okay, then maybe maybe you're the issue. Yeah. If you're responding this way. Because you're not taking my accounts, my feelings. And going back to what you said about boundaries, one, communication, talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you have to reset boundaries. Maybe you haven't set any boundaries at all <laughs> in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But I think if your relationship is stable and somewhat healthy, it's going to be okay. Like you can talk to your partner, maybe reset those boundaries, mm-hmm. figure out where the deeper root is, and I think it would improve. And it takes time. It does. You know, it's not just it happens overnight. Like, yeah. It's a constant thing of rewiring your thinking, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of self-work, too. Yeah. If you're experiencing jealousy, like, maybe it is your partner, but you also have to t- kind of change your mindset mm-hmm. a little bit, too. And like like you said, it takes time. Our next question is, why am I only attracting people who do not want to be in relationships? Oof. That one's rough, man. <laughs> I feel that. No. For some reason, people who don't want to be in relationships, I feel like they put like this fake persona and they tend to be a little more charming mm-hmm. versus someone who's rich in a relationship. You're putting your, your heart on the line. So you're not as confident. You're uh-huh. a little bit more like cautious, more like guarding your heart versus someone who's not really in a relationship. They're more flashy because they're so confident. They mm-hmm. love the attention. Mm-hmm. And so they tend to stand out more, if I'm being honest. I but, agree. And with that also... I have actually, I have two opinions on this. Okay. One being, if you, if this person genuinely wants to be in a relationship and is upset about attracting only people who do not want to be in a relationship, I don't think you want to be in a relationship. I don't think you do because you attract what you put out. And if you're attracting people who don't want to pursue you in the way that you quote unquote want to be pursued, you have to be sending some kind of Mm. energy into Same thing, being flashy <laughs> being flash i mean yeah you ha- you have to be sending some kind of message that tells people like oh yeah this person doesn't actually want to be serious therefore i can flirt with them a little bit you see no i see that because to me it happened like twice wait so it's happened to you where you genuinely wanted to be in a relationship oh yeah i was like ready for it and then when we had like the talk and i was like oh like <laughs> This is not what you were showing me. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it before, and like, now you're changing your mind all of a sudden. But I do see you're at the point where, like, let's be honest. If you're on Tinder, you know, you don't really yeah. want to. You don't really want to be in a relationship. Cause I, I'm gonna back this up with a, with my personal story. So okay. I, for the past year, have not wanted to be in a relationship. Actively, I knew I did not want to be in a relationship. Okay. I wanted to work on myself. I wanted to heal, mm-hmm. and grow. Did I have hinge? Yes, I did. <laughs> I had a dating app on not, my phone. But it's not Tinder. <laughs> it's not, at least it's not Tinder. But I actively had Hinge and was actively messaging people and going on dates while also actively telling myself I don't want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Until recently, I decided, okay, I think I'm ready to date again. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a relationship. It didn't take long at all. Granted, we met on Hinge, but when I decided, like, yes, I've had enough time to heal, I've had enough time to learn, and I'm ready to get back out there and date. No, yeah, because when I was looking when, with this person who, like, they're like, oh, like, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm like, okay, well, you took me on dates. Like, you're me. Like, what's going on? Literally, like, the next person I'm like, okay, like, started hanging out with, flirting with, boom, to my now boyfriend. Also, not exactly the question, but I was just talking to someone else about this. The question was, why am I attracting to people that are not my type? 
And what I realized was people that are not your type, you're not gonna try around. You're gonna be 100% yourself because you don't care to impress them or attract them. You're just being 100% yourself Mm -hmm. and that's attractive. They're actually the ones seeing your genuine self. Okay, when I like someone, I get nervous, man. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of girl who's like flirt with you, just like makes eye contact with you for like a second and looks back. Yeah, that's Yeah, and that's flirting. (laughs) That's my flirt. But to the guy, that's okay. She does not like me at all. Yeah. Versus when there's a guy where I don't like him at all. There's no feelings. I'm not nervous around them. And then they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm just being nervous. Yeah. It's like, I'm just myself and I'm not nervous around you. Sorry you took that the wrong way. We need to normalize being nice. So the last question we got was, I like this boy and I know he likes me back. What do I do now? And I, and I won't say who this is, but boy is the right term. Yeah. I think that's important to preface. Boy is the correct term for this scenario. Oh, Young love. I, yeah, I remember like, <laughs> I like this boy. Do you like me? Yes, I like you, like you. <laughs> Honestly, girl, talk to him. Like, hey, did you like me, right? Yeah, okay, cool. You would say that? No, honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think if it was okay. I feel like now, yes. Yeah. But, but these are teenagers. Like, the teenage Esther... Honestly, can I tell you, like, honestly, what, what I would have done back then? Yeah. I would have waited for him to ask me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. Because I'm too shy. And I was like, well, you make the move. You like me. Go for it. Yep. At one time, though, I did initiate something first with the guy. I was like, okay, like, we like each other. Hey, want to go to homecoming together? Uh-huh. Do homecoming together. Glad I dodged that bullet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm proud of myself because... That was so nerve-wracking. Man, yeah. honestly, now I feel bad for boys. Honestly, that's It is, but luckily, it is 2023. Anyone can make the first move. Exactly. Anyone can do it. So this is what I would say. She should do it. She should do it. But if you're uncomfortable with making the first move, which I get that some girls are, because there is that traditional stereotype of men make the first move. Men pursue. You can absolutely pursue. You can absolutely make the first move. But if you don't feel comfortable doing that, I would trick him into... <laughs> Okay. I would trick him into thinking that he made the first move when in reality, you're the one nudging him. You're the one planting that idea in his head. For example, this one's pretty bold, I guess, I think for the age group that we're talking about. But like if y'all are flirting, the DTR talk hasn't happened. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You guys flirt, you guys talk, but it, it hasn't been addressed whatsoever. Next time that happens, just should up be like, are we going to talk about this or no? And then he'll be so caught off guard, like, what, what? You walk away. (laughs) I feel like... Have you seen the TikTok? Your friend that never gets rejected gives you flirting advice. And it's like, go up to him. Look him up and down. Touch his lips. Turn around. Walk back. Laugh. (laughs) Stare at him evilly. Like, have you seen that TikTok? (laughs) But genuinely, just like, don't address the actual conversation, Mm -hmm. but hint at it. And then let him actually start it. Maybe, like, plant that seed in the head. Like, yeah, just plant the seed. I feel like now, like, talk to them. I've learned that the more you beat around the bush, like, mm-hmm. it's just it's just not. Yeah, if I'm if this question came from anyone, you know, adult. Yeah, I feel like it would have been different. It, for, completely like, different for, advice. For, like, their age group, you want to talk to them directly, like, put the little, like, yeah. little paper, like, I want to be my, my boyfriend. <laughs> and it's like... Check yes or no. Oh, my word. I used to do that. When I was in elementary school, I wrote so many love letters. There was this one boy. We kept getting together, breaking up, getting back together. One week, his thing was Pepsi. He would just say Pepsi over and over again. I don't even know. We were like third grade. I don't know. Okay. He'd go Pepsi, 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 Pepsi. (laughs) 
Weird, weird. So I wrote Pepsi about a hundred times on a piece of paper. I spent all class doing it. And then at the very end, I said, do you want to be my boyfriend? And then I think I said, check yes or no. (laughs) I got up in class and I like slipped it to him and then walked back to my seat and like watched him open it. And he was like, like nodded to me. Dang, that's And I was like, okay. (laughs) You were cool now. I was lame. (laughs) Elementary school is so fun. One time, same boy. We had broken up and I was trying to get back together with him. I wrote him a love letter and I put it under his desk on Friday so he wasn't going to get it until Monday. And on Monday when we all got back, I noticed that I put it under the wrong desk. <gasps> I put it under this guy named Lucas, his desk. <gasps> he got my note. It wasn't addressed. I didn't write a name on it or anything. He read it and then checked yes. <laughs> so we were a couple for a while. But the thing was, he was actually the best looking guy in the class. Like everyone wanted to date him. So it was a slip up. But at the end, I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> I feel bad, but now he's like a famous soccer player. Oh, wow. Yeah. We did it for like a week. <laughs> but anyways, that's all we have for today. Let's play a game. So the game, the the way it works is we're both going to say a word. And then on our second round, we're going to try and say a word that like combines the two words. We're going to try and be in sync. Got it? Yep. Got it. Three, two, one. Ukulele. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Blue. Blue. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you know we're best friends. Okay. That's all we have. We'll see you on the next episode of today. We talk good. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)